It's something that has made me a better person and given me so many tools and stepping stones that will help me so much in my life and I am so grateful for it. You're listening to the Getting Smart Podcast, where we unpack what's new and innovative in education. And today we're talking about student leadership. One Stone High School in Boise, Idaho, is a great example of a true student-led school where student agency is at the center of all that they do. From community visits to its own school board, it's all student-led. Students are encouraged to test, design, share, and really own their learning experiences. So each year, One Stone hosts an annual event to showcase their students and alumni. This year's One Event theme was Forging an Army of Good for Good. This event is planned, designed, decorated, hosted, and moderated all by students. Tom had a chance to interview several students, including a few that sit on the One Stone School Board. Let's listen in to their conversation. Every month we have a meeting where we come together and kind of talk about the future of One Stone and where we want it to, what we want it to look like in the future. Um, and in addition to the monthly board meetings, I also serve on the Governance and Planning Committee. Um, and we have been there, we've been working on focusing in on our mission and making sure that everything we do follows with our mission to make students better leaders in the world a better place. Um, and we've also uh, been taking a lot of steps towards how we get accredited for our new One Stone School um, and looking towards the future. So yeah. Uh, Katie, what have you learned serving on that One Stone board? Um, I have learned, it's been a really interesting experience because um, most of the time kids our age don't really get an opportunity uh, to serve on the board. So um, I've learned about like the, the time and the dedication that goes into running um, a program like this and really grown to appreciate the work of the people uh, like Teresa and Ashley um, that make this happen. Um, and I chair the external relations committee that um, is in control of like our communication uh, with people that aren't a part of One Stone and how um, we communicate with our community. And I have learned a lot from that on how important, um, you know, maintaining our image and staying true to our message is. Right. Um, hey, Sam, had, had you ever read a financial statement before the One Stone board meeting? Um, no, I had actually never looked at a financial statement before. And do you know what an income statement is now? I do now, yeah. Uh, so, Rowan, you're uh, the board chair for One Stone? Yes, sir. How long have you been on the board? I've been on the board since my junior year, so this is my second year on the board. Um, how, how would you summarize what you've learned in serving on the board? Um, just kind of empowerment and um, sense of responsibility and really just kind of coming to adulthood, um, being trusted to run a company and to make you know real-world decisions is yeah. really impactful and has helped me to grow a lot as a person. Had, had you seen like financial statements before you joined the board? No, not at all. So that was, I mean, just be to be confident going yeah. into college and in the future, reading that kind of stuff um, with you know decision making um, in terms of a company, um, with um, you know planning for the future, um, growth, all of that yeah. kind of stuff. Just Do you think confident. you've learned some things about uh, stewardship and governance, sort of yeah, being responsible for definitely. an organization? Definitely, um, strategic planning and you know 
how an organization works, the ins and outs of it, uh, especially with the addition of the school um, and working with the um, NWAIS, um, Northwest Association of Independent Schools, to become accredited. Um, they do a lot of work with um, board members and board chairs to make sure they understand um, kind of the ins and outs of governance of an organization yeah. and a school, and so that's kind of added an extra element. So is One Stone really a student-led organization? It truly is. It truly is. We make the decisions. We decide the direction of the organization. The idea to start the school came from One Stone students. What uh, What's next for you? Where, you're, where are you off to school? So I'm off to uh, Princeton University. What ways do you think uh, One Stone is going to prepare you for the next phase of your life? It's given me the confidence and the knowledge to know that if I don't know something, I'm going to go out and figure out how to you know, do that skill or to uh, find that knowledge. It's giving me, you know, so going into you know, a highly competitive university, it's going to give me that edge that I need. Yeah. Rowan, thanks. Thank you so much. Connor, you serve on the One Stone board? Yes, sir, I do. Uh, what committees are you on? Um, I'm on the operations committee currently. Um, I work all of the finances, tax returns, and just general operations of One Stone. Did you know a lot about being a good board member before you joined the board? I had no idea. I'll be honest with you. I came in here blind and with... Uh, the leadership of all of our coaches, our staff, Ashley, Teresa, Neva, um, and just the guidance of the previous board, I was really able to develop into who I am today and run, running and operating a full-time 501c3 nonprofit. You you probably were pretty good at reading financial statements before you joined the board. I don't. I can't actually say that I had ever seen a financial statement before right. my first operations meeting. So, um, do you know what a balance sheet is now? Yes, sir, I do. I've actually prepared ours, both uh, for no One kidding. Stone as a whole, as well as our new school. So, What, what do you think you've learned about uh, running a good meeting? Um, I'd say that really the big skills to keep in mind when trying to run a meeting of any kind really, and especially one with the board of directors, is to just keep it open to questions, comments from everyone. Everyone has a certain insight that they can give that will be unique and will provide a different perspective than maybe you had ever thought of before. Um, so as long as you're able to stay open and keep in mind that other people are going to have different perspectives and they're going to critique you, but to take that uh, criticism positively and really highlight on it and how you can improve based on what they say, um, that can really help you develop into a good leader and run a successful meeting. Do you think you've learned uh, some things about taking responsibility for an organization? Yes, sir, I have. We actually had two full board meetings on um, just organization responsibility and what it really means to be on the board of directors, how to conduct yourself legally and appropriately in the organization setting as well as the uh, that setting of the board meetings and everything that we do. We now represent um, One Stone as a whole and not ourselves, um, so we really have to keep that in mind while we go out into the world and spread our good. Is One Stone really a student-led organization? Yes, sir. Our board of directors is two-thirds students. Um, our chair is obviously a student, as you saw tonight. Um, the students have the ultimate and final say on everything that goes, and without us, I nothing would get passed through the board of directors. Great. Thank you, Connor. Wow. So I don't remember ever being that articulate in high school. No. Um, 
or having those sorts of leadership experiences. I mean, I look at my own two young kids and I can only hope that they have those. And I, I love hearing these examples and hearing these kids because I think, gosh, that's what I'm going to advocate for my own students' learning experiences. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. But Tom also got to talk to the proud parents. Uh, so we're going to listen in to that conversation now. Um, the parents talking about their daughter's leadership experiences at One Stone. Andy, your uh, daughter Jessie was a board member last year. Was that a good experience for her? It was excellent. She really grew and learned a bunch of um, new things, was more comfortable speaking, and everything about One Stone, she'd start doing something and just get more involved. Did she know anything about financial statements before she joined the board? No. <laughs> I mean, she does have a checking account and a savings account, but, you know, pretty minimal amount of banking experience. What, what do you think she took away uh, from her One experience? Um, I think a lot of what she took away is how much um, that she can rely on herself and her peers. I met her last year and she was uh, poised and articulate and a great, you know, a great fan of One Stone. And I think one of the other, I mean, Annie talked a lot about what she got out of it. I think relying on herself and knowing she can make a difference in the world is a bit, you know, probably the biggest, but also feeling comfortable speaking to large audiences or publishing a podcast and a public podcast or talking to people who are in power like politicians and you know so she had the opportunity to talk about one stone in front of state legislators and for her it was opening it was really eye-opening that you know i think she had this feeling like people don't if I don't agree with their politics, maybe they're not good people. And it really opened up her mind to say, oh, wow, they are thoughtful people, even if I don't necessarily agree with their politics. And that was really... but And I think they felt the same way. They're like, okay, who's this high school kids we're going to talk to? And like, wow, these kids are intelligent, articulate, they have something to say. And so it's really cool that she saw that bridge being um, built, right? It was really nice, yeah. And actually, when she was home over Christmas, she went in and and someone's like, oh, I have to go to the Rotary tomorrow. Why don't you come with me and you can speak? And she's like, okay. You know, I mean, that kind of thing is not like, oh, what do I do? You know, so. One thing I've noticed is um, when I ask these kids, um, any of them, about their one-stone experience, they, they very quickly can articulate. Uh, the important lessons that they've learned. It's, yeah. It's really great to see. Yeah, and, and I always, you know, even, so I, I um, have been on the advisory committee. We'll go in there and, and talk about some of the latest things. Like one of the things Emily Malnick is working on. Who's is, one of the coaches. She's one of the coaches at the school is to have them talk about what, what career objectives do you have in your life? Yeah. And, you know, ha- posing that question to people I wish someone had asked me that, right? Because then you start thinking about, okay, how do I formulate my education towards goals as opposed to just what people tell me to do, right? right? And uh, so that's what's so... They're always thinking of new ways to inspire them to think about how they make a difference in the world and how they equip themselves to be able to do that. And uh, it's fantastic. So. You know, the other thing of speaking, she has no qualms about going in and talking to her teachers at school, and I think a lot of kids have a hard time when they go to college. They're like, no, I'm not going to go talk to the professor. Jesse's like, oh, I didn't understand the engineering. I just went and did did my homework during office hours, you know, talking to the professor, and it was, That's self-confidence. Yeah. 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 Great. Good to meet you guys at uh, Good for Good.
You're listening to the Getting Smart Podcast, and today we're talking about student-directed learning at One Stone in Boise, Idaho. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to check out Season 2, Episode 41, where we discuss a focus on student leadership at Summit Olympus, and Season 2, Episode 34, where we discuss more of the design thinking you'll hear about in this podcast. Let's shift gears to another trip to Boise, where Tom was able to attend a board meeting and speak with students, school leaders, and board members about their experience. First, we'll hear from Isaac, a new board member, then Eli, another student, and finally, Roger from the Albertson Foundation. Isaac, you're a new um, board member at One Stone. You've, you've served for a month now. Mm-hmm. How did you, uh, tell me about the selection process, the interview, and then um, kind of the orientation. Okay, so um, I was approached by T-Pop and asked if I wanted to apply for the board, and she just went over like what kind of commitment that would be, um, whether I was ready for that, and if that was something that would work for me. Right. And I talked to my parents about it. I spent a lot of time thinking about it, too. And so I filled out the online application, um, which is pretty pretty similar to like the school application, right. a lot of the same questions. And then I went in for an interview with the other four members of the governance and planning they just asked me some questions it was more just like a get to know you like what would you bring to the board and then i was accepted in the in mid our mid-march and then my first board meeting was april are you you're one of two students at the at the new high school that are on the board yeah and the other ones are all in, from the after school program after school so like what i'm on what's like the early onboard program so like like they they're taking two students now to like get that um get that school perspective in there and then when when june rolls around we'll onboard like five or six more cool so i was really impressed with um the preparation for the board meeting that i mean their committee reports are really well done and they're really well organized did, did you do your homework before the last board meeting absolutely like uh, all the all of the documents for the board meeting go up the week before okay. and then you're supposed to just take a look at your committee everyone like everyone else's committee there's an expectation that you've read the reports before you show up at the meeting absolutely yeah anything unusual about the meetings themselves um i guess the word i would use is outstanding instead of unusual yeah. because like it's really amazing to see like a group of high school students working at that level of exceptionality yeah i told somebody on the phone that this morning it's really a very well-run meeting yeah very well organized and and there was some high engagement activities in the meeting yeah it's pretty amazing coming from like the school where you like don't see that behind the scenes you only see like what they're producing and you don't really realize that really we are a hundred percent student run and like showing up to those board meetings and seeing that students are involved in every single aspect of of one stone and really driving it is pretty amazing my name is Eli. I'm a senior at Bishop Kelly High School. How long have you been on the One Stone board? I've been on the board for one year. This is my first working on the operations committee as well. What uh, One Stone programs have you participated in? So I started with One Stone after the 24-hour Think Challenge, being a participant there. And then I worked in sort of a Project Good collaboration group with um, some internal work with One Stone to develop the One Stone School. From there, I've been pretty active just in Project Good in general, doing a couple different projects in summer and fall using the design thinking process, and then, of course, working in the operations committee on the board. What, and why were, you, why were you interested in serving on the board? I was interested in serving on the board because I felt it would be a good way to maximize the leadership capabilities I had to offer to One Stone. 
So in doing all of my different project work through Project Good and like a couple different spells with the school, I was able to extend as much impact as I could throughout the organization, working at a high level and at a participant level. What, what are the most important things you've learned serving on the board? I've definitely learned the value of empathy and listening as part of leadership. I was always a pretty outspoken person doing speech and debate, but one stone really helped me practice the skill of listening so that I could be more effective when I did have something unique to contribute. What, what do you think you've contributed to the board? I work to contribute different perspectives that we might not have considered before. Part of my background in debate is exploring different critical philosophical literature, and I try to have that incorporated into my leadership. So when I am working on the board, um, I try to use those skills to make sure we are keeping a thoughtful and open mind. And when we're designing for One Stone, that we create solutions that are socially effective in a lot of different avenues. In this role, I sit on a variety of boards, some nonprofit, some for business. Um, this is my favorite, and I'm going to tell you why. It's made up of two-thirds high school students and one-third adults. But most recently, what was so impressive to me and made such a lasting impact was I watched two high school students go through the audited financials of the organization in a way that was, uh, first of all, it was accurate, it was timely, it was spot on, and it was extremely, I would just say accurate. But what, what I, was, I was really impressed with that in the first place. The second part of it was the authentic engagement it created with this, the other board members, the fellow students. The questions they asked were, uh, I said authentic and credible, but the questions they asked were truly engaging, not only for themselves to learn, but to bring the other members of the board into the conversation. And then, and then lastly, on this part, the same group, covered their annual reporting requirement on their 990 for as for public charity and this other student went through and identified the narrative that's required in the 990 as an opportunity to really explain what they do here mm -hmm. at one stone and after reviewing the one stone 990 and looking at these things all the time in my regular job um, you can get a real clear understanding of what they do here why they do it and then the outcomes that they're hopeful for. But it's, it's the most thoughtful presentation I've ever seen on the preparation and importance of a 990, and it was done by 11th and 12th grade, student, 12th, 12th grade students here at One Stone. Do, do you get the sense that um, high school students bring a different perspective as board members? Well, absolutely. You know, it, it's, it's really the appetite or the interest in learning from this group of what it means to lead in a meaningful capacity and then serve in a leadership role and on the, on the student-led board and the importance of it in relationship to how the organization performs. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's different in the way they just don't show up and go through the motions. They show up to do the work. They come prepared. Uh, the decisions that this board makes from a forward-thinking perspective, on a strategic perspective, I would say is exemplary. And it's, it's, it's even more exemplary than most nonprofit organizations that I've ever been part of. Well, they've all been customers of the organization, so they right they've participated in it. They've they've grown as a result of yeah. it, and so they uh, they have a real deep personal 
understanding the mission uh, of the organization. And, and then I think what's the other key component is they know the decisions that they make at this level is going to impact them and, right, their, and their colleagues, and their, colleagues right. and their friends in the operation of the organization. So it's not only important to them, it's important to, to them for what they do for themselves and for this bigger network of friends that they, they go to school with. To get a good idea of what a board meeting sounds like, let's listen in quickly to a few minutes of the board discussion led by students. We actually had a lot to talk about, so we met twice in April. Kind of the main topics that we discussed were obviously who we wanted to recruit um, for our board next year, um, and also revising our interview process to um, kind of help more introverted students as well, um, because it's, there's, you know, it's really easy for extroverted students to perform well in interviews, and we want to make sure that um, personality traits are best captured through um, our interview process for the board, um, and we will be prototyping our new process in May for those new students that we choose to interview. Um, Jack, do you want to talk a little bit more about kind of the process? So the idea is actually borrowed. It's not my idea. <laughs> I still I did an interview at North Carolina. This is their process. You didn't so, have to admit to that. We wouldn't know. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do. He has integrity. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Jimmy was saying, we came back from our latest round of interviews and we were talking about how our, our the older interview model doesn't cater. That's the governance and planning covers is strategic planning, but I won't go too far in depth for that topic because we have a presentation on that later. Does anyone have any additional questions? Excellent. Then we'll move on to the program starting with Hayden and Prejudice. Okay, so those of you who don't know, right now we're in implementation season, which deserves a little bit of applause. Our projects are coming to a wrap. It's been nine months. They're great. Um, we've had three projects implemented so far. Um, Impact, Have a Ball, and Dough Means Dough. Alex, do you want to talk a little bit about Have a Ball? Yeah, so this past Friday, we, uh, our group have ball went to Riverside Elementary School, and we did sort of a take on a field day for them. So from about 12 to 3.30, we did a series of activities and games, all reinforcing different aspects of sportsmanship and the lifelong benefits of play. So really getting kids to engage in physical activity for the health benefits and leadership benefits and all the other things besides just winning. And so we really wanted to get at that for the kids. And so we did a bunch of activities and then we asked them to answer some questions just to see if they really grasped the concepts that we were giving to them. And it totally seems like they did. Like empathy seems like it would be something really hard to convey to third graders. But some of them are like, oh yeah, today I learned how to see something from somebody else's point of view or to step in other people's shoes. And it's just like really cool to see that they, at nine and 10 years old, could grasp such a deep concept. So since March, a few members of the Governance and Planning Committee have been meeting with Will um, to develop One Stone's strategic plan. Um, a strategic plan is important for an organization because it serves as kind of um, working guidelines and a way for us to kind of plan um, our future in the next few years. So these are um, some of the things that we discussed. We revisited our uh, purpose, vision, mission, and values. Um, and then we also looked at um, Simon Sinek's Golden Circle and looking at um, what One Stone does, how we do what we do, and why we're doing what we're doing here. Um, as well as looking at some key questions for, for our, or, 
organization and kind of exploring and um, finding answers for those through our strategic planning process. So these are the current values that OneStone has that was developed by the board um, a few years ago and we took a look at these as well as some of our values that we discussed at our meeting um, and important ones that we believe uh, kind of reflect our organization. Um, and then we kind of settled on these values that these gentlemen will talk about now. <laughs> so our very first one is empathy, and I don't think I'm alone when I say that empathy is one of the most important things that I've learned here at OneStone. I think that everything we do here at OneStone, whether it's design and thinking, which is basically empathy like at its core, um, and personally a project good, um, it's not just about doing a project for the sake of doing a project, it's about empathizing with your uh, end recipient and making sure that they will utilize this project. And even more than that, it teaches the people who actually do the project, like me, how to empathize with other people. And that is why empathy is one of our values. Now listen as Tom speaks with the school founder and executive director, Teresa Poppin. Teresa, where did the idea for the student-led organization come from? Was it, were students the majority of the board members from the start, or is this a change midlife? The original um, bylaws stated two-thirds student or two-thirds students, one-third adults. So wow. it came so from the very beginning. Where did the idea come from? Um, the fact that um, when when OneStone originally started, we were all about teaching kids the importance of serving others and how services can be transformational if you understand um, how you can give back. And we knew that requiring students to spend 20 hours a semester doing service was not the way to motivate them right. to make real change. So um, in ex doing some work with high school students, we realized that if you give them the power and the authority and if you empower them to um, own their own service, um, they are much more passionate about it, and it can become something that's transformational for them. Is this inspired by another organization? Had you ever seen anybody do this? No, this is wow. something that we came up with. So uh, I had the, the good fortune to go to the board meeting last night, and I have to say I've never seen as well run a board meeting. Started right on time. Yep. The materials, um, very high quality and very well uh, organized. Did students have anything to do with either of those? Yes, they take they take board meetings very seriously. Um, they're uh, passionate about the organization, and so they want to do a good job. They don't go to board meetings just to review reports and to talk about what they can read online. So they they prepare the reports um, a week in advance. Everyone reads them, and what they come to the board meeting with are concerns or questions about the reports, but. Um, since we have such a great group of people in the room, we want to use the brain power to work on strategy and things that are important to the organization. So m much of the pre-work um, is so that we can focus on something that's really important. Students seem to really understand the, the budget. Um, they even know what a 990 is. So how, how do you get them up to speed on particularly those that are on the uh, operations committee? Our finance director meets with them once a month, and they also come in once a week or so to check in on the 
types of things that the finance director is working on. They have an operations committee meeting in which they go over all of the budget. Um, they go over 990. They go over any any uh, related kind of financial things that, that our finance director is working on. And not only does she instruct them, show them where our finances are, but she also teaches them how to read financial states statements and what it means and how to look for things that are irregular or that they could should be concerned about. And again, they, they take this very seriously, so they're very quick learners. Um, they could stand up in front of any group and and talk about what a 990 looks like and what it's all about and why it's important. And um, they're very, very well educated uh, about finances and could probably um, run circles around most adults who are on boards. Right. Now I've seen that. Yeah. Um, this is going to sound risky to people listening to this. Um, d does it ever feel that way, that they're going to make a decision that you have a hard time supporting, you know, that this will go off the rails in some way? No, I, I've never had that fear from the beginning because I, I know that if you empower high school students and trust them and they trust you, they're going to do what's right, just like an adult would do what's right. Um, we're very good at, at understanding which of the students um, are a good fit to put on the board and the, what kinds of contributions they can make. Right. Um, they, they are as good as any group of adults in making decisions as long as you trust them enough to give them what they need to be able to make those decisions. The, the agency and the design thinking that they have learned and developed in your programs um, those skills are evident in the board meeting, right? It's, it's part of what makes them a really good board member. Yes, absolutely. They feel true ownership and responsibility to what they're doing. And, um, and they also feel a need to pay it forward to kids who are coming beyond, behind them. So they, they want to do it right. They want to make good decisions and we want to make sound decisions. That's not to say that um, there aren't times where we could disagree on something, and right. and we generally talk through that. And oftentimes, they have better ideas than we have. So um, I think they, they said last night at the board meeting that everyone has a voice, and that's absolutely true. Everyone in the room has a voice, yeah. and everyone's really good at listening to each other. And that comes from, um, I think, the the process of design thinking and the way to look at things from a more creative standpoint. Right. And to be able to really listen to what everyone around the room has to say. So I've interviewed a lot of current and former board members and the neat thing was they all felt like this was a great opportunity to make a contribution now as well as being great preparation for uh, the, the what's ahead, mm -hmm. the world of work and their, their civic life and then both the skills and just uh, having this on their resume is really a terrific uh, example of work-based learning. Yes, and I think um, they understand. I think what they get out of this is a knowledge that they can take the toolkit that they create for themselves as a part of One Stone and leave with what they need to be able to make an impact in wherever they go, in school, in college, in life, in the world. And, and it's not just that they can make an impact, but they have a real desire to make an impact, and they do it. And we have thousands of them out there 
now making real impacts and creating change yeah. all over the place. Well, I've met a couple hundred of them, and <laughs> they are remarkable young people. And yeah. in uh, at least in part, to the experiences that they've had here at OneStone. Yeah, they are amazing, and it it is one of those things that when you see the growth between 10th grade and, and when they're ready to go to, off to college or out into the world, it's it's just so gratifying to know that the world is in a safe place because there are people who know how to um, make real change. You, you must wonder every year, how in the world are we going to replace these you know extraordinary young people? And then you do, because yes. that's what you do. Yes, it's... Um, we call those things one stone magic. Yeah. We see that there are, you know, there's always new kids and they're they're green and they're maybe not ready for so much responsibility and and they rise to the occasion every year, and it it, um, it surprises us but it shouldn't because it's always worked that way. Yeah. So it's fun to watch. To learn more about the one stone model, visit onestone.org and follow their students on Twitter at onestoneidaho, all one word. You can also visit gettingsmart.com and search for One Stone to read more. While you're there, check out the March Smart List for a few lists of schools, districts, and networks to visit. And a huge thank you to the One Stone students, staff, and parents for speaking with us. This podcast was produced by Caroline Vanderark with support from Tom Vanderark, Adam Gulas, and Troy Lund. Be sure to check out the Getting Smart podcast on iTunes, and while you're there, subscribe and rate us. For more on all things innovations and learning, check out our blog as well at gettingsmart.com. For the Getting Smart podcast, this is Kat and Megan signing off.